Welcome to the Center of Protective Environment, or COPE, podcast. My name is Darlene. I'm a survivor of verbal, emotional, and psychological abuse during a 10-year relationship with a man who I married in March of 2004 while he was still in prison for a violent sex crime. I was 48 years old. I never imagined that a strong, intelligent, independent woman like me would one day find myself speaking as a survivor of domestic abuse. I wasn't physically assaulted except for a few instances of grabbing, pushing, shoving, cornering, and physical intimidation. I denied that those behaviors of my husband were abusive. I never called the police, even after temper tantrums where things got smashed. Most people who knew us saw my husband as charming and lovable, despite his violent criminal background. But privately, and even sometimes publicly, I was dominated, controlled, and manipulated through fear to the point of losing all but a shadow of myself. It's called trauma by accumulation. Little acts of degradation take their toll over time. After years of criticism, insults, hostile humor, false accusations, threats of abandonment, animal abuse, and being blamed for the treatment, I became numb. I stopped fighting and did whatever he wanted just to maintain the illusion that we were okay. It's like living in a house with cats in a litter box. You get so used to the smell you can't detect it, but it's still there. In August of 2014, I found myself sneaking out of my own house while my husband slept. I took my two cats, my laptop and the clothes on my back, left my car at the airport, and got a one-way flight out of the state. Eight months before that, I had reached a crisis point when my husband screamed at me while pounding his fist on the kitchen table that he would be the ruler of his house even if he had to use force. I believed my life was in danger and it still took me eight months to leave. Getting away from my abuser was just the first step. As I started my new life, I wanted to know how and why I ended up a survivor. Why did I ignore obvious signs from the beginning, being seduced by his promises, forgiving his lies, and rearranging my life to accommodate his? And when his true character emerged, why was it so hard for me to leave? So many times in my life, when I read about battered women, I asked the question most people ask, why doesn't she just leave? During the recovery process, I found there is an answer. First and foremost, is the reality that leaving an abuser is extremely dangerous. I knew it in my gut, but never wanted to admit it. I believed I stayed as proof of my love and commitment and was determined I could fix and change him. I consider myself blessed that four days after leaving him, my husband moved another woman into my house. Two months later, he was in jail for domestic violence. Another reason victims can't leave abusers is a system of social myths about why abusers do what they do, especially men who abuse women. The victim is convinced that if we just love the abuser enough, we can heal them and fix them. We refuse to hold them accountable for their behavior. The reality is they do what they do for one simple reason, entitlement. It is a core belief. Although from prison my abuser painted a fantasy picture of marriage as a covenant promise of love, kindness, and equality, as soon as he came home, a year after we were married, his true core beliefs emerged. That as a man, he was entitled to treat me however he needed to keep me in a state of fear, which was his personal definition of respect. And that as a husband, he owned me like a car or a dog. 
Within weeks of his coming home, I knew I had been betrayed. So why didn't I leave? Along with therapy, I began researching the phenomenon of how abuse victims become trauma-bonded to their abuser. They can't leave without a life crisis, an intervention, and a recovery process. It's a type of addiction. Like any addiction, there is hope, but it takes time, commitment, and hard work. It requires a transformation of the mind, of basic values, beliefs, and morality regarding personal relationships. I teach a workshop at COPE based on a book called The Betrayal Bond, Breaking Free from Exploitive Relationships by Dr. Patrick J. Carnes. A trauma bond is a dysfunctional, insane loyalty, an attachment that occurs in the presence of danger, abuse, shame, or exploitation, and includes seduction, deception, or betrayal, and some form of danger or risk. There is also the presence of kindness, nobility, and righteousness. Trauma bonds can happen to anyone, of any age, any economic background, any ethnic background, or any religious background. I learned from this recovery process that although I was a victim of my husband's abusive behavior, I also played a role from the beginning that created a unique story and the, the illusion we lived in for years that, he, that allowed the abuse to flourish and kept me trapped in the cycle. I was trauma bonded to this person and it was a pattern in my life. But after taking this very difficult step of looking in the mirror, I found myself on a path to breaking the addiction, healing from my own past trauma, relearning healthy coping mechanisms, and learning to set boundaries to protect myself from toxic and abusive people and situations. In one of my sessions, a young woman asked me, but what do you do to fill the void? I believe the answer to this question is key to recovery. As humans, we're born with the need to fill a void in us, to feel loved. We grow up and set out to fill that void with all manner of things. Education, wealth, power, fun, sex, drugs, religion, and most of all, personal relationships. We live in a world of lies about love. A world that romanticizes and eroticizes sexual violence. That equates drama and intensity with passion. That equates obsession with love. And that promises these things can fulfill that void. They can't. I had to answer her honestly that for me personally, I fill that void through a relationship with the one who delivered me out of my bondage to the cycle of abuse, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That is where my strength comes from. I know I will never allow anyone to abuse me again. But regardless of spiritual or religious beliefs, each survivor who breaks free and is in recovery must fill that void with an inner power greater than the negative belief systems of this broken world greater than the unhealed wounds of their childhood, a love greater than any person can fulfill, the love of the one who created them. This, I believe, is the only way to break that addiction to the abuse cycle. If you or someone you know is trapped in an abusive relationship, I urge you to call the COPE hotline at 1-866-350-2673 or visit copedv.org. If you or someone you know has escaped an abusive relationship but is struggling with the insane loyalty and desire to return to the abuse, I urge you to find a therapist and read The Betrayal Bond by Dr. Patrick J. Carnes. For information about my free 12-week class, Unraveling the Bond, 
visit the COPE website or email me at doerecovery at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you.